Hello listener, welcome to our podcast, Just What the World Needs, another podcast. Prepare to listen to my wife and I blabber on about everything, anything, and nothing, not much, but also mostly uninformed. Available where you get all much better podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Please hit subscribe and begin this journey with two tuckers off cuff thank you can you hear me uh, yep uh. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> how's that every time <laughs> every time every time i'm always full of air you're full of some it's like i swallow air i've got it off right there that's my little snippet for the day. Because my, sound, my voice sounds really like... Um, my voice sounds deep. It always sounds deep. Like really extra deep though. It sounds, yeah, it's extra deep. Sounds weird today. Oh, here, get a photo of me for the... And then I can post that. Go up nice and high, I guess. So you don't have any chins? Yeah, that's it. Chin, chinity, chin, chinity, chin, chin, chin. Nice, nice and high. <laughs> Good timing. You gonna jump on the podcast with us? Shout of spoons. Definitely. Oh. Shout of spoons. Don't have to be like that. Hi, Ten Ten. Should tell me something like that in at least. Why? Why? Just be yourself. No, that's rude. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you want to um. Uh, I thought if we'll just do a quick little snippet now. Valuable. What do you want to say? And here's a valuable. Or you going to say like this? That's uh, value bomb. That's value bomb. <laughs> All right, go, Drake, go. That's value bomb. That's how you can do it. Yes, so, so. I can like do it repeat a couple of times. That's value bomb. That's value bomb. And that's value bomb. No, I can do that. You don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then do. Uh, that's value bomb. That's value bomb. So, all right, try it again. Go clean now. Ready? That's value bomb. Remember that? So bring the microphone back. No, here. it's fine where it is. No, it's not. You do this every time, and when I listen to it back, you go, oh, the, you allowed. Let me just change it. It's like, I was not. No, just down a bit, not closer. Just down a bit. No. What do you mean, no? It's staying where it is. I reckon it could be a little bit closer. Stay, it's staying where it is. I reckon it'd be good. It's staying right where it is. <laughs> Go again. It's staying right where it is. I don't know. I don't reckon. Um, all right. Yeah, so do you want to do a, a brilliant colour combinations um, ad? Or you got nothing prepared to talk about it? Because we could do like an advert. It's good for me as a man because men are um, colour blind or blind for colour. How long have you been working on that one? I just thought of it just then. You just thought of it? I could tell. That's rude. <laughs> the, some men are colour blind and most men are blind to colour.
and welcome to this edition of Two Tuckers Off Cuff. I'm Trav Tucker. And I'm Nat Tucker. Hey, Nat. Hey, Trav. How you going? Good, thank you. So, it's three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, 3.30 on a Sunday afternoon, and we're recording. Yay! Pod. Trav's getting a potty. Podcast. Yeah, I like how you came up with this little uh, shortened name for it, a potty. A potty? A potty. Your favourite thing. Going to go to the potty. I'm giving you a potty. Let's potty. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lewd. <laughs> Got lots of correct me if I'm wrongs ready for you. Got some other word, usual word games for us. I love your Ikea jumper. You like that? Yeah. Thanks. It's comfy. It's nice and warm. What are you staring at my life? Are you going to stop moving around? What do you mean? You can't hear me? I so I can. What? <laughs> you should say <laughs> can. <laughs> um, I was scrummaging, scrummaging? I was yeah, scrummaging. these people are looking at our house. Is everyone like house hunting today? What's going on? The same as yesterday, there were so many They're people. They're walking down, just staring down at our house, walking past, walking past again. There were so many people up and down our street yesterday. They're too. shopping, they're window shopping. Something's going on. They're window shopping. Maybe it is that time of year when the- um, They're going to put a note in our letterbox and go, will you sell us your house? You could read again. that. You could read that note out. Yeah. You've got that saved somewhere, don't you? Is it on the fridge? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. No, no. I, th- I Yeah, mate, I probably put it in a file. Speaking of notes, I was going through some of my old stuff and I found a note that I left mum and dad when I must have been, I reckon I must have been about um, 14 or 15, I reckon. Were you running away? Well, you want to hear about it? Yep, tell us. All right. So this is the note that I left them. Um, I've got it, I scanned it in, so I've got it on the computer. All right. Dear mum and dad, it is with great regret and sorrow that I'm writing you. I had to elope with my new girlfriend because I wanted to avoid a scene with, um, with you. Uh, both. I have been finding real passion with Stacey and she is so nice, but I knew you would not approve of her because of all her piercings, tattoos, tight motorbike, motorcycle clothes, and the fact that she is much older than I am. But it's not only the passion. Mum and Dad, she's pregnant. Stacey said that we'll be happy forever. She owns a trailer in the woods and has a stack of firewood in the whole, for the whole winter. We can share a dream of having many more children. Stacy has opened my eyes to the fact that marijuana doesn't really hurt anyone. We'll be growing it for ourselves and trading it with other people that live nearby for cocaine and ecstasy. In the meantime, we will pray that science will find a cure for AIDS so that Stacy can get better. She deserves it. Don't worry, Mum and Dad. I'm 15 and I know how to take care of myself. Someday I'm sure that we will be back to visit you so you can get to know your grandchildren. Uh, love your son, Travis. So um, you were 14 when you started writing it and then you were 15. No, when you 14, 15. You said at the oh, very I? start, this is a note I wrote is when it, I was 14. P.S. Dad, no, uh, Mum and Dad, none of this above is true. Um, I'm over at my mate's place, Adams. I just wanted to give you, remind you that there are worse things in life than a report card that's in the centre of my desk. <laughs> you really wrote that? No, nah, it was funny though, wasn't it? Yeah. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> I was just on Twitter. I was going to say, as if you'd be witty enough to come up with that that's rude. at 15. Mm. At 15? No, I'd write it now. I'm making out I wrote it when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking our tea at the same time. Yeah. Took a sip. <laughs> Silence is deadly. <laughs> Silence is golden. So I heard that you've got a little segment that you wanted to um, introduce into our podcast. Yes. So right now I'm making up the sound effects. Get ready to uncover the ultimate value bomb that will ignite your passion and supercharge your success. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Were you about to type? <laughs> type? You don't have to do it now. I could, I've got other things. Go. Okay. My value bomb. Now, this is to do with business, but it can also be personally as well, right? 
So the reason not a lot of people succeed in business is they try to do everything for everyone. Okay, Trevi. Okay, Trevi. <laughs> Sorry. So they try to do everything for everyone. So all their customers are going, do this, make this, be this. Like trying to make everybody happy all so the time. So they're trying to make everyone happy, right? Which means that they're not uh, making for one particular kind of customer. So they're trying to make everyone happy. So the biggest tip I can give to people in business is to be fully yourself and let people show you if they're there for genuine, genuine reasons. And as soon as you stop trying to please everybody, you'll see who's really in it with you. Okay. So when I make stuff or do stuff, I know exactly who I'm making it for. And I know your audience, your my, custom, I know your my customer. customer so yep. well. I know those who are not only going to say, oh, please do this, and then not get behind me when I do, right? Because mm. everyone wants to put something forward and go, oh, do it this, do it this. I'll buy it if you do it this. I'll, you know, but they don't. Mm. They don't. And 13 years being in having my own business, I worked this out a few years ago. You don't try to please. Don't try to cater for everyone. You don't. You don't try and please everybody. Please those that are in it with you. Those are the people you're making for. Those are the people that are in it with you. And those are the people that today still continue to support me all the way. Yeah. Hey, Tammy Bolch. Yeah, you loved oh Tammy. Oh Sorry. you just love it. Just no. sort of get that in there. This episode's dedicated to Tammy. Yeah, Tammy, this is for you. <laughs> Travel loves you, Tammy. If you want to hear something that Nat and I uh, if you want to hear Nat and I talk about something, email me at two tuckersoffcuff at gmail.com, Tammy. Anyway, keep going, honey. <laughs> Talk about something. Yeah, like, you know, there's a, uh, like a. Oh, if she's got a request. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, Tammy is a, a massive supporter. Request. What do you call like a Huge discussion supporter. request? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean she's, to. Well, no, she, so that's an example. She's in it with me. That's what made me think of it. She yeah. is in it with me. She's in it with us. Yeah, with us. Okay. She likes what we do. We are ourselves. We are fully ourselves. She likes it. She's our person. Yeah. So I know how many people are in it with me, who they are, and I will continue to listen to those people Yes, for true. the rest of my life, yep. right? And I, that's just my value bomb for anyone in business. Do not try to please everybody. Don't do it. Yep. You'll very soon realise pleasing everybody means you're pleasing no one. Yeah. And your market. Firing and getting nowhere. Getting nowhere. Just getting nowhere. So that's my value bomb for today, just to give a little bit of a business tip. But that's in life as well. I want everyone to realize what? Oh, no, just like when you, after the value bomb, I was going to go boom, boom. Okay. (laughs) So that's also personally as well. Oh. So if you. you, Aim to please me all the time. If you try to please and be a likable, pleasable person to everybody, yep, those people aren't in it with you. You're just trying to, you know, be likable to everybody. They're not your people. You don't have, they don't have to like you and you don't have to care 
if they like you. They're not your people. True. They're not going to throw themselves in front of you when a moving car is coming towards you. (laughs) (laughs) When I got hit by that car, you didn't come save me. I tried. Did you? I tried. I was, that was shocking. Should we should we mention that now? That I've sort of talked about. We'll it. have to now. You have to explain that now. But do you know what I'm saying? You can't yeah, please absolutely. everybody. So, and you don't need those people. They're not going to. They're not going to put their lives before yours. Yeah, that's an excellent but value bomb. I love it. Those that you know you fully, know who you are fully, yep. allow you to be yourself fully, will do anything for you. Yes, they are in it with you. Yeah, you, you. They just. It's like the, Love who you are. It's, it's love, love, love who you I are. I wonder if you could come, like, because you know the your uh, vibe attracts your tribe. Whether or not you can um, create like that as a saying, you know what I mean? It is a saying. It's a very famous saying. No, no, but that like a, yours is a bit more uh, specific than that, isn't it? Yeah, no, not. That's what I meant. Like you just something. genuine, like you just got to be who you are, fully and completely, and don't don't step back and go, oh, I better not say that because someone will be offended. You would. It's better to repel those people. It's better to offend those people and repel those people. They're not in it with you. They're not in it with you anyway. No, not at all. So you just be yourself, and sometimes you're going to say things that offend people, but they're in it with you. Yeah. They're not going to hold it against you. Yeah. They're going to scroll on by but still be in it with you and love you yeah. regardless. Yeah. No one's ever going to be the perfect person or say the perfect things. But I've been able to be myself fully. Yes. Completely. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, pretty much. And I love those people that are in it with me. Yeah. Yeah. And we're getting the raw person on here. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I okay, like there that. you go. Sorry, I just probably went on a bit then, but you no, did ask good. me to bring some value to yeah, the well, podcast. Yeah, well, that's the so. new segment now. Nat's Value Bombs. I think that was great. Love it. Nat's Value Bombs. Just got to make up a, a thing for that now. Do you want to hear about a man that was abducted? Well, actually, it was two men abducted by UFO. Together? Man says, 1973 UFO abduction incident turned life upside down. Pasquala, Mississippi? I can never say certain um, states in America. Pasquala. Charles Hickson never regretted the notoriety that came after he told authorities he encountered an unidentified flying object and its occupants 40 years ago on the banks of the Pasquala. Pascoala River until his death in 2011. Oh, he's passed away. Hickson told his story to anyone who would listen. But Calvin Parker Jr., the other man, president in one of the most high-profile UFO cases in American history, has never come to terms with what he says was a visit with grey crab-clawed creatures from somewhere else. He says the encounter on October 11th, 1973, we've just passed whatever that is, 48 years ago, Turned his life upside down. This is something I really don't didn't want to happen. Oh no shit. This isn't something I this is something I really didn't want to happen. <laughs> Parker told the Associated Press as his 40th anniversary of the encounter approached. Parker was unnerved by initial crush of unwelcome attention with news men and UFO enthusiasts overrunning the Walker Street shipyard where he and Hickson worked. 
tried to dodge the spotlight for decades, moving frequently between returning to Mississippi's Gulf Coast in recent years. So he's claiming it really did happen. They gave me a thorough, I mean thorough, examination. So he said that there were three creatures with leathery grey skin, crab-like claws. claws. He thought they, sorry, he thought they were robots. Took them to the, took them by the forearms and levitated them aboard the craft. He said something that looked like a large floating eye appeared to examine him. Then all of a sudden, after the examination, they're back on the shore where it all began. The UFO was gone, and Parker said they tried to collect themselves. Hickson needed three shots of liquor from a bottle in his car to calm his nerves before deciding to report what happened. So they went to the sheriff's department and reported it. So that's how he was drunk. On the tape, Hickson tells Parker, it, it scared me to death too, son. You can't get over it in a lifetime. Have mercy. I don't know what happened to them, Ryder said. I wasn't there with them, but I know you don't fake fear, and they were fearful. They were fearful. What, in the 1960s? Oh, yeah, well, okay, there you go. So these guys are really claiming they got abducted. So they're the only people in the world, two of them? Well. Two of them, 40 years ago. Two, 40 years ago. Well, that I guess the other ones, that their story seems. Um, but it just doesn't it seem a little bit unreal that only two of them, 40 years ago? Yeah, I guess. And having the swig of liquor afterwards. <laughs> swig of mm, liquor. Sounds like they were having so mushies this, this before. Is a, this is another breakdown of it that uh, someone else has written. In 1973, two men went to police claiming to have been abducted by aliens. The police thought they were lying, so they left the men alone in the room with secret recording device. To their surprise, they continued ta- talking about what happened and how terrified they were. On the evening of October 1973, the 42-year-old Charles Hicksons and 19-year-old Calvin Parker told the Jackson County, Mississippi Sheriff's Office they were fishing off a pier on the west bank of the... So, sorry, one was 19 and one was... 42. 42. They must be mates fishing together. That's a big age difference. Yeah. Are you sure they were fishing? <laughs> might, have, might have been fishing for a fun time. Mississi- uh, they told the Jackson County, Mississippi Sheriff's Office they were fishing off a pier in the west bank of the Pasquala River in the Mississippi when they heard a whirring, whizzing sound. They saw two... F- flashing blue lights and observed an oval-shaped object 30 to 40 feet across and 8 to 10 feet high. Parker and Hickson claimed they were conscious but paralysed while three creatures with robotic slit mouths and crab-like pincers took them aboard the, the object and subjected them to thorough examinations. So they claim to this day. And which one's the one who didn't get over it, the 19-year-old or the 43-year-old? Uh, I think it was the... Uh, uh, the 43-year-old, because he's the one that died in 2011, so he was already older in 1973. So he's the one who kept trying to dodge the questions and yeah. being famous. Yeah. Said he'd never get over it. No. Whereas a 19-year-old said he was the best thing that ever happened to him and turned his life around. Yeah, the older guy enjoyed the limelight and the notoriety. The young guy didn't. Okay, so that's different. The other way around. Yeah, yeah. so it is the other way so around. Charles I did Hickson... feel it was, oh, it was odd that a 19-year-old felt that would turn his life around when he's only 19 and hasn't even lived yet. Yeah, the ch- Charles so Hicks that, and the older guy never regretted the notoriety. He loved yeah, it. Yeah, whereas because at 43, that would be a turn your life around, you know. Yeah, that makes more sense because <laughs> I was very confused. Someone, someone's written in the comments, in 1973, wasn't acid popular along with speed, heroin, cocaine, well, that's PCP? Can, <laughs> that's all I can think. But if, they, but if they both had the same, so if they were on drugs, how would they have the same um, hallucination? Well, maybe they did something to each other. <laughs> and that was their story to cover it up. We examined, we got it examined thoroughly. Look, 
but they examined each well, other. The forty-three-year-old thought it was the best thing that ever happened. The nineteen-year-olds never got over how fearful it was. <laughs> Maybe I'm just kind of, you know, it's a bit creepy. It's a bit creepy. Excuse me. Sorry. I'll cut that out. That was very nice, was it? Can you stop giving me faces? Like, fuck. And this fucking thing. Um, so, this is from Millsy. Hey, Millsy. Hey, Millsy. Millsy, we've got a mug here for you. Hey, a mug. We need to get that to you if you're driving past. Yeah. What's red and bad for your teeth? Frog. Red. A red frog. Red, have you ever seen a red frog? Yeah, I've eaten lots of red frogs. I like them better than the green ones. Um, I like them better than the green ones. Uh, no, a brick. <laughs> uh, what did the evil chicken lay? Deviled eggs. Oh. <laughs> Someone stole the pea. Oh, hang on. This one, this one is a bit trickier because I've got to try to. It'd be good if you could do with me. I don't want to. Don't want to give you the joke. But so if I say someone stole the pee from the pirate, what would you say? Pirate. No, you say was he mad? Was he mad? No, he was irate. <laughs> that's from Milsey. No, that's not. Okay. No, no, only the first. I thought one she was, had better taste than that. Only the, oh no, that was from Milsey. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> no, it's, that's from me. Um, uh, Ari. We need Ari. Ari. Yeah, we should have got Ari on to say that. Hey, Ari, how you going? <laughs> yeah, hey, Ari. We'll hey, Oz. We'll see if oh. <laughs> the secret word is. We love Ari. Rooster. We'll see, we'll see if he gets through the episode. The secret oh, ro- rooster, word Rooster, Ari. Rooster. Next time you see us, say rooster. <laughs> Nothing else. Just say rooster. We know, you, we know you've watched the episode. <laughs> Yeah. How does he watch the episode, honey? He visualises us sitting here because he knows where we do it. Oh, okay. Um, you probably won't get this one, so I probably shouldn't say it maybe. 3.14% of sailors are high rates. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the intellectual people are pissing themselves laughing right now. <laughs> Kate Reed. Yeah, Kate Reed. <laughs> Kate Reed's laughing her head off right now. <laughs> and Tammy. And Julie Webb. Um, and Tammy. Yeah, our Tammy. I must have been on like a bit of a pirate run. I don't know what's going on here. What did the pirate. Because the, at Pilates, when I was doing that pirate movie, you go, you should be wearing your pirate shirt. And you thought you were hilarious. <laughs> you reckon that's, that's how long ago yeah. I came up with these? Yeah. Um, what did the pirate say when he found his wooden leg in the freezer? Don't know. Shiver me timber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Someone come save me. Save me. Okay. Um, it's time for your game, honey. Okay. Now it's time for Correct Me If I'm Wrong. I'm going to, I've written these out. I'm trying to save on paper because I was going through so many papers, so much paper when I was writing these out before. So I'm trying yeah, to save. You need to save paper. Save, trying to save on paper. And so I've written them out like this, and I hope this works. So this is from Kerry. Hey, Kerry. Kerry Thorne, thanks very much. Hey, Keza. This is from Kerry. You ready? Yep. Amy Gdala. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? No. Oh. That's pretty good, though. Good attempt. Amy Gdala? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Amygdala? Amig- yeah, amygdala. 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 There you go. Yes, the amygdala. Yes, that's some part of the brain that does stuff. <laughs> 
does things. It does things. I didn't, because see, normally I have it. Oh, hang on. No, I might have it here, actually. Do I have it here? Amygdala. Do amygdala. Amygdala is an almond-shaped structure that lies in the temporal lobe, lying just beneath the uncus. I don't know what the uncus is. The amygdala is diverse and complex structure, comprised approximately of 13 nuclei. They are further subdivided in extensive nuclei. That's way too much brain. I don't know what's going on with that. That didn't tell me anything. <laughs> Let's just say it controls um, smart functions, and I don't have one. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Here you go. You ready? Yep. I hope you say this one funny, but you might not because you might know it. Manslaughter. Damn it. Oh, you're thinking I was going to say man's laughter? Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> man's laughter. Manslaughter. <laughs> man's laughter. Well, I know that one well. Man's laughter. Do you? Why do you know that one well? What have you been studying? Isn't that when you take someone's life on purpose? No, the other way around, by accident. Oh, that's taking someone's life by accident. Yes, like if you're in a car and you hit someone that, yeah, like it's like You it's, didn't mean to. It's not um, premeditated. That's so terrible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just taking oh. someone's life and not, not, not meaning to. Not meaning to. Mm. Yeah, it's horrible. Have you done it? Not that I know of. Okay, phew. I don't know, I've heard you screaming at, at times. <laughs> <laughs> they get dying. Kids, come running. What's Shh. going on? All right, keep clean. Okay, <laughs> conscience. Fuck. You thought I was going to say cons science. I don't know, I science guess. Science is my favourite word. I love science. I've got to find the words. Science. The ones that have got like the, uh, like, ology and things like that, you, you struggle with, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I struggle with speaking full stop. No, you don't. You're getting all these, pretty much. All right, you ready? Last one. Epistemology. Yeah. Yep. I pissed him off. With the ology. And it's an ology. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, epistemology is a theory of knowledge. What? A fear of knowledge? No. The theory of knowledge. The theory of the knowledge. The theory of knowledge. The fear of knowledge. That's what no, I have. No one have the fear of knowledge. I have the fear knowledge of knowledge. Knowledge is power. I have the fear of knowledge. Love knowing stuff. Oh, here we go. Some Paris Bredokians. You ready? Mm-hmm. These are your favourite, aren't they? I don't know. The Paris Bredokians. What are they? What? what? <laughs> I told you I can't talk. <laughs> Did you go, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Oh the Paris Bredokian member, it's like a, it's saying, it's, it's saying one thing and the other within the same sentence. Like, um, when tempted to fight fire with fire, remember that the fire department usually uses water. Oh. Remember the one that I always say about with the, I hope I die in my sleep like my grandfather did except for the passengers in his car? Not yeah. like Not like the passengers in his car. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So to the, be sh- the, the saying fight fire with fire is, is wrong. No, they do. They do. They out in the, out in the bush, out in the bush to fight the fire, they burn around it with mm, fire. That's true. It is true. But I think fight, fighting they fire. They use its own power against itself. But I think fighting fire with fire is the terminology of someone that's saying, like, we're going to fight them with our own firepower. Or I'm going to have a sharp tongue at you and you're going to have yeah. a sharp tongue back at that's me. That's right. None, none not, of you win. Not, none right. of you win. Yeah. That's terrible. I think, that, I think so. You can't win with that. Can. I mean, you can try to. Oh, I'm just, everyone tries. It's natural. Everyone tries. You could just never win. To Better be to sure. Walk away. walk away. Just walk away. You ready for the next one? Yep. 
To be sure of hitting the target, shoot first and call whatever you hit the target. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some people hear voices. Some see invisible people. Others have no imagination whatsoever. That's right. <laughs> Do you see people? Mm-hmm. I see dead people. Dead people. Okay. That was somewhere good, Oh, that's what we got to watch. American Tower. Do you remember that? Beneath the American Tower. I love that movie when that came out. I can't stop singing it. No, it's you can't. In my it head. It's stuck in your constantly. head. Supposedly, there's that's got a name for it, which I should look up. That's got a name for it? Yeah. So, like that, um, getting a song stuck in your head has a name. Someone's there is a terminology for it. But there's a way of saying, you, you say a certain series of words in a row that. Can reset your brain. Do I try? See sure. You want to try and reset your brain? Yep. Yes, please. I'm going to have to research this, though. I don't know what it is. You could go top up our teas. Uh, what would I say? Cancel? So, song stuck in head. Stop song stuck in head. Yep. How to get that song out of your head. Mm. Chew some gum. Chew gum. So it says a simple way to stop that bug in you to chew some gum. Chew Listen gum. to the song. That's good. That's why we should watch the movie. See? All right. Do a puzzle. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> that's hilarious. Mm. Listen to another song, chat and radio. I thought there was someone's. What? Isn't it like caught in a loop? Oh, you know, you're caught in a loop. I sing it stuck in your head. when I go to bed. I sing it when I wake earworm. up. It's called an earworm. Yes. Earworm. I sing it constantly, don't I? You have been. Somewhere I don't know why. This this occurs this occurs after listening to a catchy piece of music often or repeatedly until the tune is stuck in your head. You but actually, I didn't. I haven't. We, we listened to that song once the but other not night. Not even the whole song, did we? I think we listened to pretty much the whole song. That was after we watched The Pirate of Penzance. Oh, that's right. We watched The Pirate of Penzance. Linda Ronstadt was in it. Linda Ronstadt. And we said, Kevin what Klein, she sung that was 19, famous? The 1983 version, which is not the one we remember. The Pirate movie is what we want to watch. Yes. Love the Pirate the movie. The Pirate movie, which you can't get anywhere. Can't get can't it. Can't stream it, can't buy it, can't get it anywhere. Does anyone know how to get the Pirate movie? You may be able to, you may be unable to shake it off and you might, Involuntary start singing it out loud. Yeah. Earworm, sometimes known as involuntary musical imaginary, most occur with popular songs or tunes. But you listen, you literally listen to it once, once and it's just stuck with me. Somewhere else. I hope I haven't just given so, you all an earworm. I'm sorry. But definitely, we'll have to. Um, we're definitely going to have to um, watch the movie now. Somewhere. <laughs> Beneath the balcony, someone's thinking of me, and love needs to lie somewhere out there. So we got Samantha Bales as a regular supporter. I'll just make sure I mention her. Uh, Carla Jones, yeah, Carla. Janet Pryor, yeah. Ronwyn Jell. Yep. These are people we should be mentioning yep, when definitely. we get a chance. It's time for Guess the Movie. It's my segment. Get your thinking caps on because you need to guess that movie. I tried to pick movies that you have seen that you should know. 
because you know I've been leading you astray in previous episodes with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reclusive weirdo and his mutant employees lure children into his factory with sweets, then dispose of them one by one. That's some really um, Willy Wonka um, chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the. Charlie Chocolate Factory. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Charlie Chocolate Factory. So true. That's not very nice wording, though. No. Is it mutant employees? Is that nice? so I guess they in that world, I guess. But I've got mutant eyes. You do, yes. Well, I don't actually. It's just experience. No, it is mutant. It's experience, and it's a love of theory and science behind no, but it's a mu- why it's, colors work. No, but it's mutant because you have mutated beyond from experience. Other no, 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 no. No, so we've we just we have discussed this in past episodes where women, my eyes see more women, colour than others. Yeah, women so do in general. Women in general mm-hmm. over men, and then some. Yeah, women, women over men. <laughs> I wish I was over. Well, do. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then men, uh, and then some uh, women over women can see much more colour, and that is a. Oh, uh, that's true because I notice that a lot when um, I do ask. Someone, what they see, yeah, they don't right. see exactly. They actually look at the they look at the level of color, whether it's light, dark, rather than the actual undertone. Ah, do they? So yeah, yeah. learning to see undertones is is the key. Okay, ready? Number two. A very old looking teenage girl wears tight leather pants and learns to smoke. Olivia Newton John, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even finish it. Let's just smoke with her boyfriend. I loved her. Uh, then they sing. <laughs> I loved Greece. These are literally a bit oh too easy, God. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. But thanks for making sure I would know <laughs> them. Making them easy. Gosh, I loved Greece and Greece too. Oh, Greece too. Yeah, that's on something actually. I saw that the other day. Olivia's passed now. How beautiful Olivia. She has. Mm. Yes. She was gorgeous, amazing. I should, when I say gorgeous, I don't mean just stunning. I mean she was just a lovely person. Seemed like it. I mean you didn't know her. And her boyfriend, remember, went missing. pretended he died. He yeah. pretended he drowned. Went missing. Didn't he? Yeah, totally went missing with all his he, money. Yeah, but I don't think they found him. No, they've seen sightings of him. He's definitely around sightings. the place. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a conspiracy theory you could look up. Yeah. There you go. Poor Olivia. Maybe. Why would maybe you leave Olivia? Maybe, maybe that's, that says everything. She was his beard? No, maybe he was like, I've got to get away from this psycho. Oh, because <laughs> she seems so nice. She couldn't yeah. be. At least I don't seem so nice. Everyone knows I am who I am. I um, am who I am. I am. All right, Popeye. You know, yeah. you know um, Fizz won't be listening to this because she's busy. She, she doesn't have time to listen to this stuff. But, you <laughs> this, know. This stuff. One this of my stuff. One of my biggest supporters in life is Fizz Hayes. Beautiful Fizzy, right? Yeah. I've got plenty of massive supporters. Yeah. Um, I'm so lucky. But Fizz, every time I speak to Fizz every day, many, many times a day, um, she just always says to me, you are the most generous, kindest, loving, intelligent person I've ever met. Like she says this to me. That's good. It's true. And she's, oh, babe, that's just super sweet. She says it to me all the time and I actually believe it now. Well, why wouldn't why wouldn't you? She's been saying this to me for years and years and years. Why wouldn't you? And isn't it funny? You just need someone to tell you that all the time. And she says it everywhere. She says it to everyone. Yeah. Like in like just to everyone in front of me, to everyone when I'm not there, because they tell me. That's good. 
Um, Kathy Sonnenberg is another one who does that as well. And it's like, and I, Kathy's busy. She probably doesn't listen to this podcast either. But I would it's have just, thought so. No. Probably <laughs> wouldn't, haven't, haven't even found Sam it. Bales, if you're out there, I'm sure you're listening. Bronwyn Jell, you're listening. Jill I don't Coon, think Sam would. <laughs> Sam likes the page, but I don't, I don't doubt Sam would listen to nah, this. She likes the jokes. I don't think she'd, she'd listen. Yeah, maybe. A beautiful Bronwyn Jell would listen. Yeah, maybe. I think she would. Maybe, yeah. Gorgeous Bronwyn Jell. We're, we're testing everyone out now. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, going to wait to hear them come back and say. You know, <laughs> yeah, if you, are, if, you, if you are a listener, go on. Depending on where you listen, you should give us a rating and a review and then we can know who you are. Yeah. Somewhere Spotify, Apple. But no, do you know what I'm saying, babe? Like if someone is constantly yeah. saying. So Fizz is well, with be, me. Fizz be, is with me. Do you know what I mean? No matter what. Well, it can be a negative. Sandra Zimboli is another one. Can be a negative. Zimbalini, sorry. Can be a negative and a positive because it can, can be, you know, because someone could do exactly the same thing as saying bad things, and that would still stick. Like it, it, whatever is reiterated will generally stick and be like either good or bad for you. Yeah. So that has really helped you. Yeah. Well, Megan Wallace has always said it. You got a lot of people that tell you a lot of good stuff. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's helped me. It just, you know, like like they say, on you get where you are. With big doorways. No, <laughs> on the um, shoulders, shoulders of giants. Of yeah, yeah, so other people that uh, seem large in your life um, lifting you up, Yeah, which is what I've always had. Like Megan Wallace is just Megan ever since I first met her and because you know how I think she's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Like brilliant. Megan listens, so she'll Oh, does this. she? Oh, yeah. yay, Megsy. So she'll hear Like this. from the very first moment I met Megan, I knew she was brilliant. Oh, we're going to, we should have to. And should. I just always held that opinion that it's never changed. And we then, should have Megan on here, shouldn't we? We should, we should. Yeah. And then, you know, she always goes, you're a genius, you're a genius, you're a genius. She just constantly said that to me all these years and worked with me on all the eBooks and uh, the graphics and all that. And uh, I'm like, she's brilliant and she's calling me a genius. See? That's all you need. Someone who's with you. That. Well, yeah. That makes you feel, yeah, build you do up. the right thing. This is why, this is how you become a successful. You have someone who's with you. Yeah. Just someone who's always with you for who you are. Yeah. Who you are fully. Yeah. All right. So that's going back to your value bomb. This is yeah. back to my value bomb and, and why. Because yeah. she says she's, we've had some drunken nights. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Nexi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will never forget them. The memory <laughs> just my yeah, favourite. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got one more. Guess the movie, then we can keep oh, going. Oh, sorry, I just got all emotional and oh, no, you raved got, on. No, it's, I? no, no, no. No, we, just, no we can do that. All right, I'm allowed to do that? No, no, yeah. I just You can let, always cut Let it me out. finish my segment. No, no. All right, you finish. So what's the last movie? Yes, yeah, one last movie. I, like, oh, man, I was like walking through the hallway. I was like with some arms up and... I don't know what I was doing, but I walked into the door with my elbow, and now my elbow is killing me. Well, you do that all the time. You put your arm up, and you I knock do. you knock artwork artwork off the wall. It's always when I'm walking around. Between, you between. It's like you don't like, know how big you are. I think that's what it is. It is. I don't know. But we live in an open space. That's what space you say. Home. You say that to me all the time. You're so big. You're so huge. You're so you big. are. But that doesn't make me feel good. Why not? It makes me feel good. Which part? <laughs> oh, hang on. I don't like that. I think you're lying to me. No, in my anyway. <laughs> this is I'm so confused. I don't like that. <laughs> what do <are> you 
Whoa, whoa. That's that's the serious oh, serious laugh, move people. On, move on. Listeners, that's the serious laugh. <laughs> that's when I know I'll take it to a funny spot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because most men can't find that. You're, I'm hope they can't. What do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not on me, on okay. women in general. Okay, right. Yeah, I haven't heard you laughing when I'm touching it. Okay, so this is the third and last movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old man with balloons abducts young boy. Uh, oh, for fuck. What, uh, how are you getting these so quick? Because I love this that movie. Oh, my gosh, I bawled my eyes out. Oh, oh you know my what? gosh. It reminds me of you and. We should watch Up again. You too. and me, we should watch Up. Yeah, should oh, watch it's up. just the saddest thing. Um, see, I'm crying now. Probably. I went from laughing to crying. Yeah. I'm crying now. Uh, you know, talking about good karma, I guess. Mm. You know, so important. Yeah. So, I, I have, um, really good karma. Yeah, I've got the best karma. Right? You have, but I've literally have sealed my karma for the rest of my life. You have, haven't I? Yes. Yeah. Because Shall we tell them what happened? Yeah. You have to also tell the story about before about being hit by the car. Oh right. So you start with this karma story first because we know full well that you have. <laughs> The best karma. I have amazing karma. Oh, my gosh. And I haven't done what you've done. Yeah. But I've sealed my karma forever. You have. Let's talk about what you did. So we were, um, I guess how far, like, what do we want? So it was like 2009 and we'd actually moved to New Zealand. We uprooted the kids, moved to New Zealand for my job. We had been living there for, uh, we hadn't been living there long. That was the start of it, I think. That was 2008, I think, actually. Yeah, because... We came back for Christmas that 2008 and we, we came back and we went to Melbourne. Melbourne. We didn't want to go to Adelaide. Yeah, we went to Melbourne. And we stayed in Melbourne. We stayed with his sister, yeah. um, Sally and Adam, in Melbourne. And then my parents happened to be travelling at the same time or something like that. No, they made a special effort. Did they? Because we, we didn't we didn't go back to Adelaide. We, but they, that wasn't Christmas Day though, wasn't no, it? No, but they made sure. We celebrated sure, Christmas. Yeah, they made before. a special effort to come and see us in Melbourne. Yeah, so they came and stayed there as well and your parents did as well. So it was like a big, Yeah, they all did for was us. There. So it was just so beautiful. And so all of us, so our three kids, Sally and Adam's kids, mum and dad. Sally um, and Adam's kids, our parents, kids, yeah. We went for a walk. Yeah. Uh, where they lived, which was um, just outside on the, the Yarra. City. Yep, outside Oops. Melbourne. And uh, went on for a Yarra walk. the Yarra River. To a restaurant to go have dinner. Went and had dinner. All dressed up. And then on the way back, so obviously it's daylight saving, so it's still sunny and it was like, I don't know what time it was. Nine o'clock. Maybe it was lunch. I know, because it was still quite sunny. We were all dressed like up. We'd all- Yeah. Yeah. But it was on the way back. It must have been lunch because it was sunny. It must have been lunch, yeah. Yeah. So it must have been late afternoon. So we're walking back and we're walking past- It's cold though. And it's like a pond. Um, pond? I guess a pond. It must Massive. have been connected to something like a lake or a river or something. So maybe the area. Yeah. yeah. But it was like an offshoot of it, I think. Yeah. That they'd and done out with all wheat, reeds and yeah, flowers. Yeah. Like specifically to try it was and beautiful like, um, wildlife. Wildlife. Yeah. For wildlife. Yeah. And I'm like walking and I'm like, oh my goodness, can you guys see that? And I saw like this thing popping up and down out of the water and it looked like a bird to me, but I didn't think like it didn't look huge. It looked small. It was the little head. But big enough to be like, look what's going on. And it was like struggling. It couldn't get its head above the water. So it'd pop up, breathe a bit, and then go back under. And I'm like, wow, this something's not right here. So then I'm, I step out and I start walking on like what was like, looked like a bit of a um, 
uh, built-up rock, uh, rock area yep. that I could walk. So the water was only up to my feet, like my feet were getting wet. Mm. So I went and straightened my shoes and I thought, oh, that's all right. I should be able to reach him from this bit because where he was was a little bit deeper. So I walked out on this bit. It was almost like what you'd call like a path. that was. It wasn't a path, but it was like a path that was underwater. Mm. I'm walking out and then I'm reaching out to him and I can't quite get him. And then I work out it's like a baby swan. I'm like, but he didn't come what? up again. He went under. Yeah. He couldn't come up again. And so I'm trying to reach him. He and was I under. I kind of reached him where I was. To and, try and hold and him And I up. kind of got him, but I thought it's not quite working. So I stepped and I thought I'd step where he is. And I thought it probably, I honestly thought it would be like up to maybe my knees because I'm thinking it's just a small pond that birds and whatever, ducks and that are on. It's not going to be very deep. And like literally went up to my neck, I think. It did. It? it went all, you went <laughs> in. You stepped to get it because it didn't come up again. It had, did its last Yeah, it last went right breath. down. And you you just just stepped because you just went oh my gosh he's not coming up again yeah and I went to grab him and you went all the way in and up to your him, neck and I'm holding yeah. him up you're holding him up and then I worked out okay so he's like wrapped up in um, fishing wire fishing twine yeah fishing fully wrapped wine. up all the way around his yeah, body and, and his like neck. around his neck and that he's obviously fighting his trying to body get a breath yeah to, yeah to breathe and try and get up and he just can't whatever was hooked on he couldn't get. Away from it, so him trying to stay up above the water to breathe was his whole thing. And All then as soon, yeah, as soon as that was done, he was just going to go under. He couldn't do anymore. He couldn't. Yeah. So then, and Adam came out with me, but he uh, smart, smart, smart enough. He didn't step in. <laughs> didn't step in. He stayed up on the <laughs> bit higher than me. He had your best clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so he was helping me though. So he was like grabbing the wire off, and we're both untangling. Trying to untangle this, it. Yeah. Um, this swan, beautiful swan. And it was only young. Yeah. Look. Like it was a still baby. big, large neck, but large. A, I guess you know, for a bird, considering it was big. Got him undone, and then um, I, I don't even remember. Did we take? I don't even remember what we did from there because it was such a. It um, was exhausted. Do you remember? Yeah, I know it was. Exhausted. And you were holding it in your arms after you undid it. Its neck and did was we laying take it back down. To shore? You no, you you put it back where the reeds were. Oh yeah, we did yep. too. Where so was the shallows? You were holding yeah. it for a little bit because its neck it was yeah. it was done. It was exhausted. Yeah. So you just held it there for a while. And there was no mum around. There, there was, was no, no other. There was no other birds or anything no, around. No, at no. All. But it anyway. was just so entwined in that fishing wire. It yeah. was it was a goner. You you saved yeah. its life. And then you put it down on the reeds, and we all stepped back. You stepped back. Adam stepped back. We all watched, and then it, it got up. Yeah. And then it went, um, glided off yeah. uh, onto the middle of the water to be safe away from people or, you know, just with its neck up. Yeah. So it glided. So I saved this one. You did. You totally saved have... it. It was gone. It was not, I can't believe you stepped in to try and find it because it was under the water. There was no chance. And you just stepped under and you just grabbed it. went down. It, That's pretty And you went right down to your neck. Actually, I do have the photo of that. I could share that. I could put that up, I guess. Then you had to walk all the way home yeah, to their house, saturated <laughs> and muddy in pond, and gross, and it was water. foul, and you had stuff all over <laughs> yeah. you, and who knows what you trod on <laughs> yeah. in, on the pond. But I saved a swan. And then remember we put you in the shower and you stunk and all your cl- – it was <laughs> yeah. like a moss and all yeah, kinds nasty. of things all over you. <laughs> but, and, you know, that's uh, the things you do, don't you? You you just went for Life. it though, babe. We didn't even really see you gonna do it. You just went like you just saw it wasn't coming up again, and you just went in. Yeah, gotta save it. Lifetime of karma. It was pretty amazing, and Thanks. people were like all gathered around watching. There was other people walking past. Why wasn't anyone videoing? Oh, we were in shock. Video. I think. Imagine the video. I think we we're all just in shock. The video of that now would have been nuts. But you saved it. Yep, saved it. Me and Adam saved it. So good. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was brave.
Thanks. Because you were under that water. <laughs> you just went straight <laughs> that into yeah. that water. But that was good karma for you and um, you've always had good stuff happen to you, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But always go in, don't I? You always go in. If you're in. to save, you save people. You yeah. do that. Yeah. You just no fear on that. Yeah. Thank you. But you still swear at people that annoy you on the road. <laughs> yeah. And you call them names. It might have been someone I just helped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call them names. So I guess that's something little compared to what you did. <laughs> what are we talking about now? There's another story that you told everyone that you were going to tell them. Oh, yes. That one. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. So I, I used to have a – so we had two dogs, which I guess people – our five listeners probably know that we had a dog named Chi. <laughs> I think we've got ten listeners now. Ten. Mm. Um, they had our dog Chi, which is a long-haired Waimarana that was Nat's dog, and I had a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Big one. Uh, big boy. And he lived till he was 10 years old, unfortunately, which is very is sad. So big. That's what happens with those kind of dogs, unfortunately. Um, but uh, this, I don't think this, I don't know, he was pretty young when, when this happened. He was. Um, must have been about four or five maybe by then. Now, remember we. Know where we were. Must yeah, have been let's just say five. So Big, big strapping dog, five. Uh, Adelaide's some house, uh, excuse me, some. Um, Town planners in Adelaide love roundabouts. So Adelaide, if you've come and visited Adelaide. It's a roundabout place. South Australia. City loves, of churches and roundabouts. Loves roundabouts. And we've probably got like the, we've got a um, roundabout like what they've got in um, Italy or Paris where it's that giant one. We've got one out the other, other side of North Adelaide, which is ridiculous. Mm. Like six roads intersect oh, onto it. Just, it's oh. just absolute chaos. Feel for the kids when they're learning to drive. Yeah, I, I think literally people stay away from it. They had it. So yes. if you, I'm sure everyone know, knows the roundabout we're I talking about. I go around about. it all the what time. What is that one I called? Worry for the it's got kids. a name, doesn't it? It's, the, um, it's got some name. Oh, terrific. I can't remember. Terrific. Out of North Adelaide. Um, but so there's, there's I do a. I love North Adelaide. It's beautiful. Are you googling? Yeah, there's a there's a, so there's a roundabout near um oh Britannia roundabout. That's it. It's called the Britannia roundabout. Yeah, look, it's it's got it's on Wikipedia. It's got something Wikipedia page. The Britannia roundabout. Anyway, I'm going off chart because that's not the one we're talking about. But it's the Britannia roundabout. Oh my goodness! You're talking about the Anzac Highway. So there's one that's, roundabout. Yeah, that's near us, which is a double lane one. That's like in and out. So it's it's probably the one of the uh, bigger ones as well because it's got two lanes into it. And again, terrible for the kids yeah, pretty, learning to drive. Yeah, it's not fun to go around. And we were going to, I think we were walking to my parents' place or something. And yeah, so we were. Yep. I had Bear and the traffic was pretty busy this day. Mm -hmm. Must have been a weekend or something. And it was like nice weather. So it was heaps of traffic. Must have been during the summer. And I saw a break in the traffic. Break in the weather. Yep. Yeah. Trying to catch a break. Gotta catch. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So there was a break in the traffic, and you always go to me. I have right away. I'm a pedestrian. No, no, the traffic pulled up, and I, I saw like that they'd stopped. So I'm like, I can walk in front of them now because they kind of stopped, and not you don't have right away in these kind of things. So there's this older woman. She must have been like seventies or eighties, in a little car, little like. Little little tiny Suzuki thing or something. She was too busy looking to her right. She was stressed. 
because it's a stressful roundabout. It's a terrible roundabout. And I walked in front of her as she and didn't she didn't even notice me. And she took she off. She drove off. And she hit him. <laughs> and I went flying. And the dog. I went flying on the on the bonnet. On her bonnet. She had a heart Scared attack the shit almost. Out of her. Oh my god. The bear was okay. He didn't get. I kind of. I you don't protected think, him with your body. I don't think I let go of him, but I don't. You didn't let I think go of he'd him. He'd already passed her, and I just was holding on, and I just sort of went flying up the ramp, up the bonnet, and then off again. Yeah. Big, big time. She freaked out. She pulled, sort of pulled over and jumped out, and she was like, "Oh!" She was. Everyone was freaking, freaking out. out Everyone was freaking out. And I was, and I didn't hurt. Nothing happened. I was fine. I was just worried about Bear. Yeah, I know you were. I was waiting on the side for them all to go through, and you decided, "Oh no, I'll walk across." <laughs> yeah, I'll give a go. She was not looking in front of her. She was only looking to the right. And she took off to go, and yeah. she got you. She hit you good. <laughs> Whoa! She, she good. hit you good. <laughs> And you bounced off her bonnet. Luckily, you were young, yeah, vigorous. Yeah, bouncing your around. Your bones were strong. Oh, jumped back up. Enough meat on your body to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oi. That's, yeah, muscles. 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 Enough muscles yeah. on your body to bounce. You didn't put a dent in yeah, her, her car. Her car was dented. Had what? my full arm marks. <laughs> <laughs> Had <laughs> like tricep. That's like, from your penis. That was those dents. <laughs> she knew whether you were circumcised or not. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you put a gutter in. <laughs> She's like, oh. she had guttering. Oh, so your parents don't like you. <laughs> Oh, your poor thing got put through that when you were a baby. <laughs> yeah, when I was a baby, it was like last year. <laughs> yeah, so that scared the shit out of her. And, and I was like, I poor was like, thing, poor I, thing. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, everything's fine. I was trying to re- like help her understand, like, it's, it was my fault. I took the full blame. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have tried to like run across, especially with Bear. Um, and, uh, and I just tried to make her feel at, at ease because she was she was in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. She was. She was in a bad yeah, way and you did that. What happens? Mm. So you had the good karma with the yeah. swan. But that's not bad karma. Why is that bad karma? I survived. Nothing happened to get hurt at all. You freaked her out. I freaked her and out. I don't know if she that's would have continued to drive after that, unfortunately. I she would have. No, nah, that was, right. she was, she was, because she, she did not look forward. No. She was only looking to the right. She was not yeah, looking in was. front of her at all. She just went. Yeah, but it worked out. It worked out, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it worked out. You survived. Yeah. You learned to cross the road <laughs> safely at the lights <laughs> like we should. And that's the funny thing about us here in Adelaide is we actually really do abide by the road rules as pedestrians. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. So. so I only yeah, cross, I only cross so. at the lights. I always push the button, wait properly, or I wait for a safe place to cross the road. I've never been hit by anything, <laughs> but I still have that in me. What? <laughs> the road rules being Oh, important. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess we do. We do look out, well, I love do the right thing, don't we? We do do the right thing. Um, Just quickly, I guess, snacks. On snacks. Everyone loves a good snack. This is, <laughs> this is not one I do anymore, but this is one I used to do. So I'd have like, uh, me and my mate would have like a glass of chocolate milk, you know, classic chocolate milk. Uh, and while you're eating the chocolate milk, do you put Milo in the chocolate milk? And then with Milo in the chocolate milk, and then you eat a crunchy. Oh, my God. You know the God. crunchy bars? Oh, my gosh. Remember, you know the crunchy? Yes, yeah. yes. The honeycomb, honeycomb crunchy bar. Yeah, how good's that? Oh, 
There was something funny I was going to play you, actually. Yeah, how good's that? How good's that snack? That's not a good snack? No. Yes, it is. No. That's the best. No. Yes, it is. I'm surprised you didn't vomit. Vomit? Vomit. Vomit. Why would I vomit? Because you vomit all the time when That's... things, you have things. No, I don't. You do. I don't like where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a vomiter. You're the biggest vomiter I've ever met. Biggest vomiter. And I can't handle vomit. I vomit when you vomit. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I vomit when you vomit. Yeah, well, you got, you're very sensitive to that kind of thing. Mm. I'm oh, sensitive to things that should be inside the body when they're <laughs> outside the body. Somewhere mm. out there. Beneath the battle, someone's thinking of me, loving me tonight. What you got, babe? Did you just post on Two Tuckers Off Cuff? I think I said some. Oh, here we go. I found it. I think I said some um, at in the afternoon because I thought on the weekends the afternoon might go better, but yesterday's didn't. Anyway, so this is um, uh, a Texas woman says her family members are beat up after a, a very large pig attacked them and then returned several times more. My whole family's scared. They feel like they're prisoners in their own home. They can't go anywhere, she said. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is her being interviewed in, uh, on the news. I'm standing inside my parents' house with a hammer and a knife trying to defend myself and defend my family at any cost. I shouldn't have to live like this. Wendy Goldstein spoke to Fox 7 Tuesday, concerned because someone's pig had been going after her family. She describes the pig as 300 pounds, black and white spotted, and foaming at the mouth. On Monday, this 911 call came in. What's a dog? Mudstains and scratches could be seen on the door. Goldstein says the pig went after her daughter and disabled parents. My daughter got hurt out here. And then he barreled through. My mom wrestled with him at the doorway to try to prevent him from coming in. Bob wrestled him. He barreled on through, got a hold of my dad. My mom tried to lay on top of him to crunch him down so the cops got here to get him. And he overpowered her and got on top of her. And he had hers flattened like an accordion. I'm standing inside my parents' house Is that with a hammer. Seriously? Yeah. A pig. A pig. A pig. I could hear the dog barking, I'm assuming. A pig. So a so, pig. Yeah. So if it's foaming in the mouth, it might have had. Um, Rabies. Yeah. And that might be why it was attacking people. Because it's just not thinking. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, if it's got rabies, it would be. Yeah, normally, because they go into full feral mode, like when well, like, animals, like dogs stuff, get it and stuff. They? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah they're for sure. in pain and they're just lashing out like people. Hurt people, yeah. hurt people. Well, rabies is bad. Hurt pigs, hurt. That's pretty. Hurt like, people. It just hurt listening to. <laughs> it's pretty funny. The pig's gone for me. It wrestled me. <laughs> Well, thanks for finding that story, darling. That was great. Yeah, that you like that? <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, I've got funny stuff. Um, 
Our son's just messaged me. Has he? Mm-hmm. Well, he's definitely someone that doesn't listen to it. Yeah. Hey, Chase, if you hear this, your secret word is so he pen, was, pineapple, pineapple, so pen. I rang him today Did you? to see how his first week at the new job went. Oh, yes. He just messaged me back. Sorry I didn't answer your mum. I was with Granny and Pop Pop. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's odd. What's going on there? Putting in my new microwave. We call Granny and Pop Pop. Oh, my parents. My parents are Granny and Pop Pop, if anyone's wondering. I'll ring you tomorrow after work if you're available and we can chat all about my week. It went really well, though, and I'm feeling great about it. It did need a new microwave. The one he had was pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. My parents. Miss my son. My parents is my granny and pop-pop. Yeah, granny and pop-pop is your parents. Who own the place. Hey, mum. Hey, mum. Who own the apartment that Chase rents. Yeah. Your parents own the apartment Chase rents. They do at the moment. Keep it in the family. Soon I will. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, if you're listening. Uh, Your sister, Michelle. Sorry, my name. (laughs) My sister, Michelle. So we have this thing. Have we told everyone before? When I'm talking about my sisters, I've got two beautiful sisters. They're older than me. Sally's um, two years older. Kim's four years older. Whenever I talk about my sisters, I go, my sister Sally. Yeah. My sister Kim. My I sister never go Sally. Kim. Yeah. Sally. So the whole family laugh at me like my kids. It's just so Travis, funny when you say it. Because I go, my sister, I just spoke to my sister Sally. Or I think I go, we talked about this last time Telly was on. We did. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a term of endearment. Is why I do it. Yeah, that's the way you explained it last time. Because it's like my sister Sally. Yeah. My sister Kim. Well, you found she was, you know, that no. means they're important to you. They're very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, because yeah, I was like laughing, I think I was like, I'm my dad, Hubert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't go my mum, Jill. No, that's right, you don't. But why? But I go my mum. Why don't you, though? <laughs> because I don't know any other Jill. Oh, I know Jill Coombe. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Jill Coombe. Yeah, hey, she's a fan. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jill. Yeah. Gorgeous, Jill. Amazing, Jill. Love Jill. She's great. Fabulous. Yeah, oh, well, there's Jill and Jill then. Jill I have and two Jill. Jills. Well, J Jill and they a G Jill. Jill. Differently. They've spelt very that's differently. Mm. Very differently. And Jill Coombe's a lot younger than my mum. Yes. Yes. Mum's 81. Yep. My dad's turning 85 next month. Yeah. Is he? Yep. 85 next month? 85 November. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I know. It's a good wicked age. He's 40 years older than me. That's funny. 85. 50, 40. All right. Now we're going off on a sentimental track. We better. You know what? You know what, babe? Let's yeah. cuff it till next time. Okay. No worries. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you meant to be like, say that when I'm ram- rambling. Oh, sorry. I, gonna, I thought I was rambling. I know, that's I why thought, I should say it. I thought I better go. Cuff it till next time, weirdo. I was getting all <laughs> sentimental. You were. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can keep going sentimental. Get all teary over here. You can still get teary if you want. Oh, God.